People go crazy for this episode. Do they? Yeah, because it's Michael's birthday. And no one's interested in laughing right now. No, because of skin cancer. Welcome back to the Hot Five. We're back, baby. They said we could never come back. And here we are. Don't a week ca- and a half later. Don't call it a comeback. Just call it your regular episode. Just call it on its birthday. It's, yes. It's Michael's birthday. And it's episode 19 of season two. Wow. We're almost all the way through season two. It's unbelievable. Yes, it really is. Unfathomable. It's uh, unconscionable. Inconceivable. <laughs> and here we are. Here we are. When did this episode come out? Um, it came out in November of 2005. It absolutely did not. It came out in <laughs> March of 20, 2006. <laughs> Wait, you think this is season one again? <laughs> so much time has I've passed. I've lost track of time. Oh no, everyone. Addie's gone crazy. March of 2006? Yeah. Something like that. March 30th, 2006. Do you think that's when Michael's birthday really is? No, I don't. Oh. I don't at all. When do you think it is then? Uh, The episode is supposed to be set on March 15th. So a couple days before St. Patrick's Day. Do you think we should set an annual reminder so we can celebrate Michael's birthday every March 15th? Yeah, that would be beautiful. I think we should. He won't be there, so we'll just by ourselves trick candles. And we'll just have donuts and go ice skating. That sounds great. Someone brought him donuts for his birthday, and this time it'll be us. Yeah. Not him. (laughs) For herself. Uh, Here's what Wikipedia says about this episode. Are you ready for this? Yeah, this is my favorite part of the episode. Y'all ready for this? (laughs) In the episode. (laughs) Michael Scott is disappointed when only Dwight Schrute celebrates his birthday. Meanwhile, Kevin Malone spends the day waiting to find out if he has skin cancer. That's it? Well, I guess that is all that happens. That's it. I think as far as plot goes, there's not a ton going on, but um, there are a lot of really funny moments and inside jokes that happen in this episode. It's so funny. Yeah, there's so many moments that are hilarious. And now we watch The Office on the projector. So it's even funnier. Yeah, it's bigger. It's like watching, it's like going to your local cinema, you pay your... 10 to 20 dollars you plunk down another 30 or 70 dollars for popcorn (laughs) and then and you yell at the person that's making it yeah and you go more salt (laughs) and then i want butter (laughs) drown it in butter and then line it with plastic because i don't want to get it on my brand new italian bulgarian suit (laughs) is what you say what was i talking about oh about the projector. It's so gonna... big now. Is yeah. The point. It's awesome. Yeah. And it's got surround sound. Yeah. W- one side. It's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> one of my ears is surrounded in sound. That's right. And you know what? Sound actually bounces around the room and you hear it through both ears, though. That's the magic of technology. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, great Scott Productions and Trivia. This one was written by Gene Stepinski and Lee Eisenberg. Remember them? Yeah, I do. They're uh, warehouse workers. Yep, and it was directed by Ken Whittingham, not Quapus. Oh, another Ken. 
And it guest stars Nancy Walls as Carol Stills. And guess what? She is Michael's real wife in her, real life. Her name is Nancy Carell. Yeah, that must have been her um, maiden name. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. Or her art, her pen name. But that must have been her name at the time. That's what she's credited as. Do you think that they weren't married yet? Did they actually meet at the skating rink? I think they got married at Diwali. Right. Or engaged anyway. Yeah. In the um, cheerleader outfit. Hopefully that's covered in the trivia of that episode. And here's some other things. The ice skating scenes were shot in an actual rink. Did that surprise you? No. Yeah, no. (laughs) It's an ice skating rink. Duh, the office. Uh, Michael or Steve Carell is actually good at ice skating. That's right. That's another trivia. Uh, the reason the writers decided to set the episode there was because he's so good at ice skating. But you know what? You probably didn't know. Toby's bad at it. <laughs> I don't know. It didn't say that. Uh, Jenna Fisher is also quite good at ice skating. Oh, really? You know why? No. She had to train so she could be in Blades of Glory. Oh, I forgot that she was in that. The John Heater, oh, no. Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell, yeah. <laughs> That's not how you pronounce his name. Will Ferrell. Uh, and you know what? There's another connection. That movie has a memorable scene with My Humps by Black Eyed Peas. And, and the it, deleted scenes have another memorable scene with that song. Where they're raising the roof. I don't know anyone who doesn't have a memorable time listening to that song. I've never heard it, but his ringtone is that too. Yeah, that's true. So, lots of connections there. Mm-hmm. Plus, Wolf Pharrell and <laughs> Steve Carell names rhymed. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. <laughs> Tone-wise. No, no, but weren't they in a movie together, too? Anchorman. Yeah. Oh, that's true. But wait, back up. You've never heard My Humps? I don't know it. I'll just make heard you a mix. Wolf Ferrell's. <laughs> Sing it on a treadmill. You've got to learn more about your culture. <laughs> I know. I really do. <laughs> so the, the reason that Jenna Fisher isn't good at skating, though, in the episode is the writers decided there was like no comedic or plot reason why she would be good at skating. <laughs> That's, that kind of adds up. That's like, what are they kind gonna, like, of messed wouldn't it, up. Wouldn't it be awesome if Michael and Jenna were both spinning circles around everyone? It's like, yeah. No, it makes sense for Michael, though, because he's he wants to do something he's really good at on his birthday so he can show off. But Jenna Fisher was really good, too. I don't know. I guess it could be fun, but it would be kind of arbitrary, too. Yeah. And, like, how would she ask Jim for help, you know? Right. And it would take away the spotlight from Oscar doing those beautiful little tricks in the middle. Pirouettes? <laughs> yeah. Or wait, are those the, the little no tubes idea. filled with chocolate? <laughs> um, oh, I do know those. Yeah. Spirulinas? Yeah. I don't know. A toupee? A melanoma? <laughs> oh, no. Too soon. Oh, no, ma. <laughs> oh, no, ma. <laughs> um, yeah. So, anyway, that's that for that. And that's, let's not even talk about the deleted scenes because they're kind of, eh. Don't you think? Yeah, they're not that good. Good. Um, finer things, Club. Yeah, finer things. There are a lot of things that were fine. Um, I really did enjoy all of the... Um, references to like pop culture. We that were was talking fine. about, yeah, we were talking about um, my humps. Um, what else? Oh, the Livestrong band. Livestrong. Those were so in at that time. Yeah, but he just made one out of uh, 
yellow paper. We should have done that. You know, a lot of times, Live Strong bracelets, it's about that you bought them because then the money goes to charity. Yeah, but did it really go to charity when um, Lance Armstrong was juicing, vaping? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he spent it on his steroids. <laughs> oh, instead of the okay. char- like that would be a worse crime, right? I guess. I hope so. Anyway, it's like that guy's not that good at, at biking. He took shots, and then he was good at biking. So therefore, <laughs> eh. So therefore, don't buy Livestrong bands. Yeah, you know what? Just I'm changing my allegiance now to cancer, <laughs> or just to make them out of yellow construction paper. Right. <laughs> Neil Armstrong. Wait, what's his name? Lance. Lance Armstrong. <laughs> no, sorry, but I'm so sorry. I said that about Neil Armstrong. Yeah, what the- Neil, you're a great guy, and you got a good attitude about going to the moon. And I think I think you are a real American hero. And in fact, I think we should rename Columbus Day. Neil Armstrong Day? Buzz Armstrong Day. In- Buzz Aldrich? No, it's it's a Buzz Aldrin and, and uh, oh, Neil Armstrong. Just the mo- How about just Moon Day? Yeah. Well, do you know why? Why? Because they went to the moon, but no one already lived there, and they weren't stealing it from them. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a great point. I, we'll but bring then I don't know. We'll have Indigenous Peoples Day, too. Yeah. It could be moon slash Indigenous Peoples Day. Honestly, create as many holidays as you can that we actually get off work, not bank holidays. Yeah. Those are irritating. It's like, hey, you have the day off work, and you can't go, or you don't have the day off work, but also you can't go to the bank. And you're like, <laughs> hooray. So, oh, more- I can run my errands today since I'm off work. Oh, just kidding. Yeah. Can't go to the bank. And then the bank people get off work, but they can't go to the bank either. Yeah. And when do they do their banking? Honestly. I guess just on the clock. Yep. <laughs> um, was that a tangent? Yes. Another pop culture um, phenomenon in this episode was William Joel, mm-hmm. which I love to quote this part of the episode because every time I hear a Billy Joel song, I'm like, wow, it's William Joel, your favorite artist <laughs> to whoever I'm near. And they're just like, Excuse me? For the longest time. <laughs> I didn't know that that was... He wrote that. And then he says, it's only when I'm in the car. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that. Yeah. Oh, wait. Back to the Live Strong. I also think about this because they have those pink ribbon uh, breast cancer things, and they sell them at the dollar store. So it's like, how much money is really going to breast cancer if you bought it at the dollar store? That's what I feel like when football players are wearing like pink socks i'm like do you really support breast cancer awareness yeah where did you buy the pink socks because you're supposed to yeah you're supposed to buy that stuff from the charity yeah exactly (laughs) it's not just like like the aesthetic like this is what it would look like if i supported this cause (laughs) pretty cool huh dude that's that's neoliberalism for you but that's our on our other podcast oh man what's it called (laughs) it's called these times neoliberalism yeah I love that one. <laughs> oh, I don't think I've posted any episodes yet, though. Um, so I love 24-7 all day yesterday. Yeah, that was hilarious. I wrote that down, too, for finer things. What else did you like? My number one thing that I love about this episode, I've for some reason this just speaks to my soul, is Michael asking for trick candles. I just can't put into words how funny it is that you would ask for trick candles because the only idea about trick candles is you're trying to blow them out and then you're like, wait, why aren't they going out? And then you keep blowing up. You ask for them, so you already know that. And then you don't get them and you say, these are supposed to be trick candles. (laughs) 
There's <laughs> nothing funnier than that combination. I know of that is that is really funny. And secretly, when I was a kid, I would have loved to get trick candles. Yeah, I would always be like, oh, I hope these are trick candles because they're, they're so cool. <laughs> they're really expensive. I know. That's why I never got them. Because like, what's the point? It's such like. You know, it's a real good prank. You just dip M80s in multicolored wax. <laughs> Here we go. I was going to say just um, regular like gasoline, but you took it to a whole new level. <laughs> Wait, what? Just dip it in gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're supposed to eat the cake. The M80s. Oh, the M80s. <laughs> well, it explodes the cake into your face and then you eat it off. It's fun. It's good fun. Okay. <laughs> what do you like for Finer Things Club in addition to... I also like the references to women's reproductive health, like the vaginal canal and the ticking time backs. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. Uh, it's, it's important to do the screenings. Yeah, it is. It's very important. And I like that Dwight used the terminology that was correct for the birth moment of emerging from the vaginal canal, because that is where you emerged from. I didn't know that. <laughs> What if you have a C-section? Yeah, I guess that could be true, that you wouldn't emerge then from the vaginal canal. Have you ever considered another letter? I bet if you did like a K-section, you could get that baby out real quick. <laughs> the A-section. Like, why'd you have to go to plan C from the get-go? If you do the A-section, then that chunk, of well, it's a capital A, that chunk will just be missing. Oh, Ooh. that's so gross. Ooh, we, I think we threw it out with the placenta. <laughs> so... Plan A was not to get pregnant. Plan B was a vaginal delivery. And then plan C was the C-section. Yeah. And plan <laughs> D was... We don't go there. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I wrote down trip. They go to the ice skating ring. Is that what I meant? Anyway. Trip. 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 The only thing I can think oh. of is Sarah Palin's son. <laughs> the wife abuser? <laughs> yes. Oh, ouch. No, uh, Jim and Pam's trip... To Rite Aid was so Oh, was that Rite Aid? Cute. Of course it was. I love Rite Aid. Yeah. I don't don't. know why they don't have these Rite Aids around here. We did have one. It turned into a Walgreens. Yeah, it's so sad. That Rite Aid sucked. Well, I don't think you know. I don't think you've experienced a full experience of Rite Aid then. Take me on a journey mentally. (laughs) And I'll try to imagine what it's like. I mean, it's just cool. You have everything you need there. And it's nice. And you have... You know, you can get, like, anti-age cream at the same place where you can buy laundry detergent. That does sound good. Wait, anti-age age cream? No, itch. Itch. That I was did. just an example. Okay, sure. Have you been in a Walgreens? It's very similar. I like Walgreens, right. too. Oh, my God. I actually think I just like drugstore. Every pharmacy we're into, we endorse them <laughs> we all. We love pharmacies. Yep. Uh, but I actually love when they say druggist on there. <laughs> I would be, like, if that would be, like, a really classy name for your drug dealer. I'm a druggist. <laughs> druggist. And I love how they all have like point systems. And you're like, yeah. I don't know if I have a Walgreens point system, but I do have a right aid one. Will it work here? And they get so offended. But yet you never earn anything with the points. Yeah. Like, have you er- ever earned anything with uh, your pharmacy points? No. Uh, no. <laughs> but I get those instant savings. So, so here's. Um, well, 
No, but... I know this isn't that interesting, but what happened was when the Rite Aid turned into Walgreens, they put a sign up. They they changed the sign to Walgreens, the, like, the big sign. Then they put a Rite Aid banner in front of the Walgreens because it wasn't a Walgreens yet. But at night, the Walgreens <laughs> one lit up and it was just Walgreens through the Rite Aid banner. Oh, no. It's a total failure. Oh, no. Anyway, what else did you like find her thing? Um, let's see. Oh, I like the other... Um medical terminology of negative is good in the in the medical community which is really confusing because in the real life community that makes no sense but the real life community is medical and sometimes mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. i mean i like four or five six seven times a day i tell people your hiv test was negative and nobody ever freaks out. Like, they're always like, yes. Well, everyone in the office was cool with it, except for Michael. Yeah. But here's how I would say it, because you don't want any confusion. I would say, when you're doing a cancer test, I would say, you don't you have cancer. do not <laughs> have cancer. That way, there's no way to confuse it. <laughs> you Okay, read my lips. You do. <coughs> <laughs> and then die. <laughs> and they don't know. Well, I think they'll think it was due. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I would just like, I like to keep it like as casual as possible. But, you know, you can't like shout into the waiting room. Hey, just so you know, your HIV test was negative. <laughs> yeah, H I your H-I-P-A-A test said not to do that. <laughs> or, yeah. or your, I have H-I-R-P. <laughs> H-I-R- oh yeah i can't wait for that episode oh my god so good okay so um, yeah i like that too and my other one was the return of night swept the perfect dracar oh, noir smell he was so alike. happy and he wasn't even just like excited happy it was like oh night swept night swept thanks night guys swept. they knew <laughs> the dracar noir because he doesn't pay for the name. No, it's a perfect smell alike. It's perfect. <laughs> uh, and, and his other bottle was pretty much empty back in New Girl. So <laughs> he had to like use the end of it to tap it. He on needed this gift set. <laughs> I really feel like they spent more money on Kevin, which is appropriate. Yeah, and um, you know who probably said suggested Night Swept is probably Ryan. Probably because he's the only one that would have known. I think they've all smelled alike it oh, in the okay. office. Yeah, that's true. Michael, what are you wearing? That smells so good. It's intoxicating. Oh, it's, it's nice. That is a good name for a cologne. Sounds like a trashy romance novel. Night swept. Yeah. Only available in paperback. <laughs> um, I don't really have any trivia. I guess we kind of covered that with the yeah. skating. That was the extent of that. But we got to make sure YouTube comes down to film this. Yes. Um, there wasn't a ton of documentary style moments in this episode, but there were a few. Mm-hmm. For example, um, Michael's conversation with with Jan and she's asking, is the camera there? Mm-hmm. So that was kind of a, you know, like a, I love those moments when they take you back like, oh, yeah, this is a documentary. Yeah. That was one of those moments. He lies, by the way. But yes. The camera is not in the room. It's kind of like 
It's like across the room going through the blinds or something. Yeah. But he obviously knows it's there because he looks at it. And he also has his mic on. Yeah. Which I feel like they have on all the time. I feel like Mike's always on. (laughs) Yeah, he is. But why does she ask and then she hangs up? You know, it's like she wants to say something, but like, does she know he's lying? (laughs) Because he says, you can say whatever's in your heart. Oh, yeah. Whatever is in your heart. (laughs) I think that's why she's (laughs) I just called to tell you happy birthday. She like really kissed him a lot in Valentine's Day, though. Wasn't that long ago? Yeah. This actually, this reaction almost makes more sense if it happened before Valentine's Day. Yeah, definitely. She's so hot and cold. I mean, even I'm confused. She's hot. No, she's not. <laughs> we discussed that in our episode about... No, we deleted that episode. Never mind. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, whatever is in your heart. That was one of them. And then the other one was also through the blinds that I noticed. And they're showing the break room with Michael standing... Oh, over the donuts. Donuts open like he just opened them or something. Yeah, and then when when someone comes in, he starts pouring coffee. Oh, like he's just like just now. Oh, hey, I didn't even notice you there. I'm just pouring this coffee. And then he says, "Someone brought in donuts for my birthday." Uh, he brought them in. Yeah, I think so. Dwight would have brought them in. Yeah, Dwight would have. Then it would have not been a lie, but. What he really wants people to think is like someone else brought him in because people go crazy for his birthday. People go crazy around here. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Something in the air. Probably hay fever. <laughs> or melanoma. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Comes right through the sky. Um, I also, there was one other moment I noticed and that was the James Dean poster in his office that right. I've never noticed before. Well, I think it's his birthday gift from his mom. Oh, okay. And it, it. The camera crew just zooms right in on his face. On so. his lit up cigarette. Looks yeah, like a, a light cigarette. That is amazing. And he calls him Luke Perry. <laughs> yeah. I was like, though, I was like, wait, isn't that James T? Yeah. I didn't ever really pick up that that was his mom's gift. I guess I never thought about it. But yeah. this time, like, it's the only thing in the room. And he kind of, like, gestures just slightly toward it when he says, the only one that gave me a gift is my mom. Yeah. I didn't even pick up on that either. What a I wonder, tacky gift. I wonder where she got that. It seems like a garage sale. Right, dude. <laughs> Right Aid. You can get anything there. <laughs> right Aid probably would have that. Yeah. yeah uh, all right, all right, all right, Aid. <laughs> that could be their slogan. <laughs> they could get Matthew McConaughey to say it himself, <laughs> like endorse it. Yep, yep. Oh, that'd be funny. Um, okay. We're done with that. We go to the characters now. Yeah, but before that, I just was wondering what you're drinking tonight. Oh, my God. I didn't know you were going to ask me that. <laughs> For a segment called Second Drink. <laughs> I'm drinking the old Aggie uh, lager. From New Belgium? Superior lager from New Belgium. It's uh, made with the university up here, Colorado State University. And it's kind of promoting them too. So they only sell it in Northern Colorado. So if you're not in Northern Colorado, you can't drink it. But if you like any light lager, I'm sure you'd love it. Yeah, if you like... PBR. But better. Montucky cold snacks. But better. Uh, a, a bud, Rainier. Yeah. What's the one in Texas? Lone Star. Lone Star, yeah. Tastes like that, but it's $2. Yeah. Everywhere. Um, And I liked your idea earlier of putting my face on it because it looks like Addie. Old mm-hmm. Aggie. Could be yeah. old Addie. Really yeah, easily. old Addie. Don't call me old Addie anymore. <laughs> old Addie's 
getting what you want. Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, what are you drinking? Same thing. Oh, okay. Maggie, the superior lager. <laughs> Guess I could have looked over there with my eyes, but it I says, didn't. Well, you gave it to me. <laughs> it also the... says established 1870. Do you think that's when they first made this beer or? <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. So that's second drink. Um. Okay. So. What characters did you find notable things about in this episode? Well, Kevin seemed a lot less dumb than ever. Less? Dumber than ever. Okay. He was like Relatable, very... Yeah, like very subdued. like... His um weird accent was kind of gone. Yeah. You know, it was more like clearly speaking about his problems. Um but then he's they also like talk about how his favorite movie is American Pie 2. Yeah. So <laughs> great film, but hmm. But for your favorite, I don't know. Well, he also really likes Cup of Noodle. Cup of Noodle. 69 of those he got because that's his favorite temperature and it's favorite um uh those just those things. And then <laughs> He likes M&M's. We know that because he can put so many of them in his mouth. The bag isn't going to last him any time at all, but that's okay. Well, they got them individually wrapped so that at least he'll have to do the unwrapping portion of they it. They are? They're like fun size? Mm-hmm. He's going to have to trick or treat himself mm-hmm. to an M&M every once in a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I guess that's it. For Kevin, yeah. He doesn't have melanoma, which is cool. Well, they don't show him buying it, but he gets that card with the bikini lady on it too. Oh, yeah. Sw- swimsuit lady. Which he loves. He loves it. Wait, did we say that Kevin might have skin cancer? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I just said he doesn't have melanoma. Good, good. That's that's what I was <laughs> He's hoping He's negative for it. Good. That's great timing for both of us. <laughs> um, Dwight, he loves Michael. He loves him so much he got that him. he would get him a hockey jersey that says, from Dwight. <laughs> She totally Number ruins one. it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's really involved with the planning of his party. Yeah. Until Angela kind of gives him a look. And then they have that moment with Ryan. Do you remember that? The party planning committee? No, Dwight and Angela have the moment with Ryan where they're like, Oh, right. Oh, later for the finance meeting. Yeah. And yeah, they're kind of little bit bold for that one in addition to that though the party planning committee really does not do that good of a job no they don't they don't do anything except for no they don't sign did they even put that up because what i was thinking is that that party planning scene is so early on that like angela and people don't know about the cancer yet and so i think they all just stop working on it yeah definitely and they were i think they did the cake but they didn't give trick candles no, they didn't. Which wouldn't have been that hard. Pam was supposed to do that. Party planning committee fails once again. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Should have gone to Rite Aid. Oh, they did. They did. <laughs> they just didn't buy the candles. They really didn't have them there because they don't have anything at Rite Aid. <laughs> so Dwight hangs up that big photo. He's like doing the party. He uh, he has a big moment to celebrate Dwight's birth moment. Yeah. Michael's birth moment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then um, he also says F, which is really funny. Yeah, does he not swear? 
I don't know, but I don't know. I've I've been saying what the H a lot. Yeah. Nice. And it's been getting some laughs. Yeah. Because <laughs> you don't want to say heck. Yeah. Heck. What the heck? Um. But I really liked when he said that to the, what was it, the sub delivery guy? Um, which delivered eight one foot long bologna, ketchup, and tomato sandwiches. Ugh. It kind of makes sense when they thought it was going to be one sandwich. But once they yeah. were eight sandwiches, maybe you should have got a variety F. of some sort. <laughs> and we find out that he's really cheap. He tips him the exact change. And he also cuts his own hair and had kidney stones at some point. So we've learned a lot about his health history. We also learned he kicked in all the stalls when he was looking for Jim and Pam. (laughs) (laughs) How many stalls do you think are in there? I think there's like three or four, right? In the women's. Oh, yeah. Do we even know about the men's? When they do show the women's, it's very small, though. Yeah. Because... It seems like there's maybe only one stall in there because there's like a couch and like a whole lounge. I think they had different sets like at different times because I do remember one point um, Dwight kicking in the stalls. With with Phyllis in there? Oh, Phyllis. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So I don't know because I do remember the potpourri and the um, couch at one point as well. Yeah. We'll have to keep an eye on that. We sure will. But not too close of an eye because uh, privacy exactly toby admits that their health plan is terrible that's the one that dwight picked from them earlier yeah in season one count choculatus angela's kind of interesting in this one like she, she gives up on the planning committee and she also tells kevin she has like her kind of attitude where she's like you don't know it's gonna be okay to oscar but then she softens her tone and actually seems pretty like concerned for the rest of it yeah even though she says that she would be really worried if she was kevin because (laughs) she knows where she's going but if she were kevin in the deleted scenes was that a deleted scene yeah she 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 does that gluttony that was pretty good one yeah those blend together for me sometimes sometimes i think the deleted has not been deleted they go hand in hand yeah. They weren't deleted off the DVD. True. Um, yeah. I think Michael's character is just... I mean, this is just the way that he would handle his birthday. Mm-hmm. Over the top. Um, we'll do something that he's good at and nobody else really wants to do. Kind of guilting everybody into celebrating him. Um, even though they're you know, going through something else with the rest of the coworkers. Eating what he likes. And like just expecting people to jump in and be excited for him, but he would never do the same for anyone else. Yeah. Oh. Question. Answer. When's Eva Longoria's birthday? Oh, that's a good fact check. Is that point? Is that what it is? Yeah. Cause if if he ever met her, they would have a great... Um... If you met Terry Hatcher? Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> if you're going to look up Eva Longoria, don't shorten it to Eva Long, by the way. She's a porn star. <laughs> but I don't know how to spell her name. There we go. Eva Longoria. Uh, 
March 15th, 1975. Okay. So oh. That, that's why they said so it So we did. March 15th. We did double check that, everyone. That's good research right there. That's great. <laughs> that's great. Googled it right away. <laughs> Just a little bit after. Well, have. Yeah. And also right after Eva Long. <laughs> <laughs> what, when's Eva Long's birthday? Though? Does it say? She needs to be at least I 18. I don't think that she would probably. She needs to be at least 18. I don't think that's like the thing that people care about when they're Googling Eva Longoria. Oh, man. Oh, that's Longoria again. <laughs> it's like they have the same birthday. <laughs> no, no. You know what? Eva Long's birthday is not not provided. So I'm sorry about that. <laughs> okay. Um, But you know what? Michael's pinstripe suit, it's from uh, Italy or Bulgaria, a little bit unclear, is really looking good. It does look good. I know. I was surprised. I don't think he got that from the from Men's the warehouse. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gordman's Burlington Coat Factory. <laughs> oh yeah, Burlington Coat Factory. Yeah, um, he got a good one. Got a he did. Drum. It was good. And he wanted to be surprised by a stripper gram as well, and he thinks he is surprised by one. But then what he's... is a stripper gram? Uh, <laughs> I just assume that it's a stripper that shows up and strips for you real quick. Oh, like someone who's just to like give you a in normal clothes. Oh. Oh yeah, like a surprise. Okay. Like a like, like a, a trick candle, but a like human. a bananagram. Okay, I was like, I don't get it. Or like I a gram of cocaine. Instagram. <laughs> or yeah, Instagram. Um, yeah, I don't know, but that's one of the more awkward scenes when he thinks that a normal delivery person is his stripper <laughs> for like a really long time. What was she delivering? I don't know, but it's for him personally. Oh. It's probably the gift. The poster. No, the James Dean. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The, oh, po- okay. the James Dean poster. Sorry, I thought you meant his big poster of his face. Oh, I bet you're right about the James Dean poster. Wow, we're, we're really good we're at putting researching. putting it all together. <laughs> yeah. We are, we are. This is great. Pieces are snapping into place like a great game of Tetris. <laughs> and we found out a few of his birthdays, like when he was seven. Oh, yeah. He got a rash. This was one of my favorite... This is one of my favorite parts of the episode is when he's describing his worst birthdays. Yeah. Do you think he improved this? He definitely. Because okay. he's... I love when he says that his mom was rubbing cream on him for probably three hours. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a great three hours. <laughs> and then he, he goes outside and the horse is already in the truck and around the corner. And around the corner. <laughs> Both. Yeah. <laughs> like one of those wouldn't have been bad enough. <laughs> Uh, what was the other one? The 16th birthday? Yeah, I don't fully understand this date with Julie that he thinks he's supposed to go on with her, but he obviously didn't talk to her about. <laughs> yeah. Who organized this date? And the other date? guy. Well, I think it probably was Michael. And what, via mail? The other Michael that she went on a date with. And then she heard that it was Michael's birthday independently. And then she bought him a cake, but it wasn't actually it was the that Michael. Michael's birthday. Yeah. So it was actually more about the cake. It wasn't about who's supposed to be on the date. Yeah, was it like a birth date? That was never clear. And it was never clear to Julie either. And uh, Julie and my other Michael are... Uh... Happily married. Wow. <laughs> probably not. Yeah, probably 16 not. 16-year-olds. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're married, but I'm sure it's not happy. <laughs> or I'm sure they're married, but not to the same... To Michael oh, yeah, and to Julie. different people. Yeah, they're married to different people. 
<laughs> not to each other. Um, and then the other um, deleted scene that was pretty funny was Michael's other worst birthday when he turned 21, but his best friend wanted to go to his twin sister's 16th, sweet 16th birthday. So he was best friends with a 16-year-old. Who was, it was his birthday too, because of his, his twin sister's. Oh, yeah. Then it was <laughs> So many layers there. Yeah. <laughs> so when Michael's 21, his best friend was 16, and his and, friend had the same birthday. And, and ditched him to go to his own party. Yeah. But he said it was his twin sisters, even though they had the same birthday. And Michael was unable to recognize. And they didn't invite him to, to their the- party, even though it's his best friend. Yeah, that's sad. <laughs> so many layers of sadness. Yeah, Wow. It's like an onion of sadness. Yeah, and it makes you cry, just like an onion. <laughs> that was my worst, bir- worst birthday ever. When, when you got an when onion. When I ate an onion <laughs> on my birthday. Um, and he does that thing he does every once in a while where he talks about how he wanted to be in the the NHL for playing hockey, but he wouldn't get to have any time to spend with his wife and kids. Yeah, he does say that a lot. I mean, we just saw him on Fundle Bundle. Yeah talking about that yeah and he really wants to have a wife and kids yeah he does even though he's old enough now that he probably would have retired from the nhl yeah but he does that a lot too where he says like why do i work here not for the money because i could be making more money as a professional athlete you know or something like yeah. that where he just keeps assuming that was a career path for him <laughs> like instead of he a... chose not to yeah. be a professional athlete <laughs> oh man imagine living in that um fantasy world where you're like yeah i mean i i just i thought it would be better if i didn't because everybody else would be so yeah embarrassed how bad they are yeah it's like i don't know i i just couldn't be president because it's like i don't know you gotta live in that house yeah exactly and and i like my house yeah and i like just being me yeah we find out some things about jim too that he uses fabric softener that's which... the only thing i have written down <laughs> <laughs> which Pam is like so turned on by you can tell. Yeah. She has to announce it to the whole store. Yeah. She wants to touch his clothes. Yeah. It's so soft. She's like, man, I bet they would be in such a uh, small soft pile on my floor. (laughs) Although it does make sense because it shows that he really puts care into, you know, I don't know. It just seems like he... You know, he's domestic, and that's what women want in a man. is someone who's going to know how to do laundry. Yeah. I use fabric softener. <laughs> there you go. And and look at you. <laughs> from the Dollar Tree, though, so I don't know if it really does anything. <laughs> and my fabric's not that soft, honestly. You know what really ma- makes me mad is when I accidentally buy fabric softener instead of soap, and then you do a load of laundry, and you're like, what? It's not clean, but it's soft. <laughs> Smells bad, but it's soft. <laughs> Does that happen? That happened to me once, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, I can feel the judge. <laughs> I think. Oh, Kelly. We forgot about Kelly. And she has a really great quick one where she talks about how she knows about skin cancer from Grey's Anatomy. Oh, yeah. And then she says that she never really thought about death until Princess Diana. Oh, yeah. And it was the saddest funeral ever. And also her sisters. Oh, her sister died. That's sad. But 
that she like goes to celebrity stuff before her own personal life which i mean that's like something that comes up again and like when jim asks what's been going on since he's been gone and she like talks about celebrities having babies um but but also the way that she's talking about that is kind of this subplot or the angle that they got on it remember how last time the angle was people talking about how they relate to kids or families or something like that oh yeah and this time it's like how they relate to death yeah like death or like a a serious illness yeah like a yeah pam says that she would go all these different places yeah she had one week to live and then angela talks about how she knows where she's going and kelly's talking about how she thinks about death now because of princess diana yeah dead anna (laughs) but yeah i do like how the writers set that up um like you were saying the last episode you see how they react to kids it's kind of like these big life questions or life um uh maybe not really milestones but just like choices and like using those to characterize everyone is a really cool way to get to know them yeah indirectly kind of and there's a lot going on in this episode like mm-hmm. there's a ton of michael stuff but i kind of wish we gotten a little bit more about death or in a different episode because i want to see what like stanley would say or phyllis doesn't even like talk in this episode but like yeah. what would what would creed say yeah i really want to know that there's like a lot of there's definitely a lot of dwight and michael interaction mm-hmm. which i always love but yeah, yeah. it's really cool to see the other characters too this i don't want to complain about anything that's in this episode but this episode would be good if it were like a double episode like yeah. one of those like season four well because you have two episodes. plots going on which always is effective because one of them is really silly and and funny and mm-hmm. like playful and then the other one is really serious so that that is really cool um way to compare them yeah and kind of compare how the characters react to both situations going on at the same time which yeah. you don't get a lot but then you're right at the same time you don't get to see like extended reactions of anyone yeah pam and jim are just so cute in this episode and they're not super flirty if anything pam's kind of flirty yeah but just barely but they're just they're having like fun fun times and i think yeah that's good to see at this at this moment yeah same uh i'm michael be remiss if we didn't mention that he does eventually really care about kevin's cancer even though when he first finds out, he says that is terrible news for both of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because he's like really self-involved. But later on, he's like, he like, it's it's hard to tell if he's pretending to be upset or not. But then once he thinks that he has cancer, he's like, he's like loves everyone at the office. And uh, it's kind of nice to see. And he also gets to reconnect with Carol. So. Yeah, Carol, which will continue on for a little bit i think he made a good impression on her by like you know bringing the kids around and stuff yeah 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 he shows he's good with kids little uh, kid lover <laughs> he sure is uh is this one where he says that there's a weird smell in his house a weird smell in his house this episode is it i don't think so Oh, when he's selling like the real estate, yeah, as yeah. in the real. Oh, I don't think so. What was that one where he says like, uh, he says, "How's the house?" And he's like, "Good, good." There's kind of a weird smell. <laughs> At Christmas, the tree helped, and she's like, "Oh, good." 
I I will keep my ears open for that. That, must, that wasn't that. this one, right? No. Because it's too light this time. Yeah. And she's really impressed. Yeah. She's impressed, I think, with his colorblindness, like his ability to just assume that all these wildly different looking kids are all her kids. Yeah. And that he's so good at ice skating. That's what everyone wants in a mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's cooler than ice skating. So that's chill. Totally chill. All right. We got your Dundee ready to go for this here episode. Oh, shoot. I'm going to give it to Kevin for not having cancer. That's good. That's a good Dundee. I'm going to say to Kevin Malone for prognosis negative. Nice. Wait, no. The negative prognosis would still be bad. A negative result on on his biopsy. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think I have to give it to Kevin, too. Yeah. Because, you know, I would like to give it to Dwight for really being a great friend and supporting Michael on his birthday, but it's a little insensitive, so I'm going to give it to Kevin. sad. At one point, they are the only two that don't know about it, and they can't really be 100% to blame for that. Maybe they could have noticed, but everyone else got told. Yeah. So, I don't know. They should have just told them earlier instead of, like, while they're singing. Yeah. To be like, no one cares about your birthday. And I could give it to Pam for um, grabbing the microphone at Rite Aid and making a Star Wars reference, mm-hmm. but I don't really like Star Wars that much, so um, not to alienate any listeners, because it's not, it's not anything personal. Yeah, yeah, and um, I love Star Wars, so just in case you were about to turn it off, come, <laughs> come back to me. <laughs> come back to me. Um, yeah, so... Come on, I guys, Dago it- Boss system. I c- Excuse me? D- Dagobah system. What's that? Dagobah is not a system. It's a man. Is that a Star Wars reference? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I knew it because I didn't understand it. <laughs> Rodians. <laughs> not, nothing. <laughs> See? See? I know stuff. <laughs> Just shouting out words. Luke. Skywalker. Yeah. Skywalker. Watto, even prequel stuff I know. But I mean, I did like the um, Luke, it's your father. Like, I got that reference. Comes at the table for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Because um, Darth Vader's the dad. I didn't know that. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not going to give it to Pam for that. So I'm going to give it to Kevin as well. Who else aren't you going to give it to? <laughs> <laughs> Should we go through the listing? <laughs> But well, what? I did think about Jim. All right, well, let's time. give them one one together. Okay. I'm going to give mine to Kevin for 69 cup of noodles swimsuit model in American Pie 2. His favorite things. Yeah, I'm going to give Kevin his for just talking like a normal person during this episode and for really keeping it together. And he did talk to Stacy on the phone. <laughs> yeah, so he's moving up. I'm just sure they'll get married soon and that'll be that. <laughs> All right. Now, what should we rate this episode, though? I would like to give it a beach day. I'm thinking beach day as well. Let's, okay. Let's just shake hands on that. Beach day. Okay. Good job. Beach, please. See you in the f- coming financial year. <laughs> and uh, I think now we should also talk about Dunder Mifflin Con because... Got to support Dunder Mifflin Con. 
Yeah. And I know they're looking for some small donations to get that festival happening, but it'll be good or a convention. I mean, it'll be good for. And everyone. we're gonna be there. It's in 2020, and we're we've already booked our flights. Yep. We so. don't even know the dates yet. <laughs> Open ended. We just called up Southwest Airlines. Hey, we're we're gonna need some flights to Scranton, Pennsylvania. I need one way tickets. Just make it January first, and I'll come back when it's over. <laughs> Probably around November. <laughs> When I get hopefully to start a new can, life there. Hopefully we can get a job at Poor Richards or something. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. So, yeah, Dunder Mifflin Con. Check it out on Facebook mm-hmm. um, and see what that community is doing because they're doing some cool stuff getting ready for that. Tell your friends. Yeah. You yeah, if you do have any um, besides us. Yeah, we're your friends. And we have another segment called... I really enjoy being judged. I think I hold up well to even severe scrutiny we have a review from someone named cater tot that's cute and it says love this podcast the podcast you want to read it sure this podcast is charming and funny and full of reminders about why i like the office so much it's like chatting with my friends on my long commutes to and from work the time flies by thanks nathan and addy that's heartwarming that is really a nice comment Heartwarming, not worming. Worming. Because <laughs> I take, I eat, eat like a chewable thing every month to make sure I don't get that. Same. Good. And you should too at home. Anything else? Oh, join our f- listener group, the Finer Things Club on Facebook. You can talk about the episodes when they come out or just share office stuff, office related news or a funny meme you found. And other listeners and us will comment on it. It's a really active group these days, which is really awesome. It- it is the highlight of my day to see what people are posting. It's actually um, pretty sexually active now. Yeah. So, which I'm not okay with. <laughs> I'm fine with it as long as they have um, the protection that they need. Sure. And they don't. Okay. Well, McAfee. <laughs> well, we're just in McAfee. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Well, yeah. well, is that all? I think that's it. I can't believe it's over already. Yeah. It's negative. Well, I mean, it was a great episode. Well, negative means good in the medical community. Oh, okay. Gotcha. We did it. Damn. That was... Just, like, hanging out with my my trophy fake wife and... You know, golfing. Yeah, and my dog. And I couldn't do all that if I were married. Like, I wouldn't be able to... No. Wouldn't be able to live my, like, life of not really knowing how politics work when if I was president, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh-oh, I feel like, <laughs> I feel this is going towards the the podcast. Um, what was it called? Today. Neoliberalism. No, uh, these times. These times. These times. These times. Do 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 are really scary for you. Okay, I find it so hard to believe that you don't know um my humps or anything by William Joel, but you know all these like the guess who And yet why you we always sing on this podcast. I don't understand. I'm just faking. I just go along with whatever you're singing. 